Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. It's May 5th, 2020. Isn't that exciting for everybody? And I just saw something with the smartwatches. The smartwatches can now maybe able to detect illnesses, COVID, everything. Maybe it can tell me when I'm hungry or when someone is near, when danger is near. It could be like a James Bond watch. Maybe that'll happen. I also saw a study by the ESPN that fans would be happy for sports to come back without fans at them than waiting until fans can go to the games. And I say yes. And Michigan lost a bet to me last night that there was no baseball on at 1 a.m., the Korean Baseball League, which was really weird because, uh, what was it, Eduardo Perez and Carl Ravitch were both in their separate locations, in their homes, broadcasting baseball games in Korea. She didn't believe me. She fell asleep before. And I was like, and one of the one of the teams, the Dino team, their Dino NC, whatever I think they're called, has a really, as they call, swole mascot. He's huge. I could think last night of Michael Jordan, what I was thinking about in part five, that he didn't see himself as an activist. And I read an article today by a reporter out of Philly, uh, Mike, what's it, Saliki, who basically said that, you know, they're throwing Jerry Krause under the bus, that he's dead, dead, can't defend himself. Listen, Michael Jordan, if you listen to, I, I just found on YouTube, listen again to his Hall of Fame induction speech. He brought the guy who beat him out in his goddamn high school. He brought the guy who beat him on his high school team. He went after everybody. Michael Jordan was a freaking assassin on the court. No one else like him. He played to win, you know, took, played three years. They called it the, you know, he maybe got burned out. They were talking about his gambling. He never said it had a problem. He was a competitive. They were playing to throw the quarter closest to the freaking wall. I don't need that kind of, I don't need that kind of competition. But he just couldn't shut it off. He did bring up, uh, Mike Selicki brought up an interest, interesting point that I saw that, uh, my, I'm sorry, Mike Sielski brought up that Jordan, as I agree, was a much better player, much, much better player than at his executive where they've had a shitload of losing seasons, the Hornets, since he's taken over the team. I think it's, I think it's 11 and 14 years. I'm not a, I, 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 want to, I want to get the figure right because I don't want to, yeah, Jordan, not an activist. Yeah, and I was thinking about Westworld too. I saw a, a preview for what, uh, Space World with the guy from Steve Carell. Eh, looks kind of stupid. I'm not 100% sold on it. I'm like, eh, it's interesting, but it's not like, I'm trying to find the thing about Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan thing. I'm trying to find it. Sorry. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to find Yes. Okay. Since he took over Minority Stake and took over basketball operations of the franchise in 2006, Charlotte has had 11 losing seasons in 14 years and has never won a playoff series. Okay, wait. So wait, but really, it's 14 years. Okay, you have 14, 11 of the 14 years they've had losing seasons and never won a playoff series. Now, you know, they also, in the article I read, listen, Krause found freaking Scottie Pippen. He drafted Horace Grant. He brought Rodman over when they thought Rodman was done. He found Kukoc. I don't think he handled things the right way. But this was a guy, a short in stature, Krause and everything. I'm not saying I defend the guy. But it, it is interesting that he couldn't defend himself, but he's dead. There's nothing I can do. they can do about it. But Jordan used every motivation every time he played. He was pissed that... Freaking Barkley was MVP 
and then he won in the series. And I forgot that year in 93, they were down 2-0 to the freaking Knicks. And that was the series where freaking Starks dunked over freaking Jordan, and then they were up. They were up three-two, and freaking Charles Smith. Remember Charles Smith? Four t- attempts at a basket to win the game, and he couldn't put in the goddamn hoop. Charles Smith, nice guy, just couldn't get the job done. And the Knicks were good teams back then, but Jordan did. Jordan said they were good teams, but they were they, they weren't on the same level. And Riley never got that ring with the Knicks. Never got that goddamn ring. So it's interesting to read, you know, this stuff. It was interesting, you know. I'll give him uh, Mike Silky. Give him credit for the article. He can say what he wants. Also. He's a guy who grew up, played high school at the same time as Kobe. So we're talking about a guy who really didn't, you know, was, yeah, well, he would have seen Jordan play. But he was very young when Jordan was playing. And some people write that. I don't think that's fair because, but I feel like some people, some of the kids don't even know, know like, like, yeah, kids who were 30 now really didn't know Michael Jordan. Don't remember. But Michael Jordan was, couldn't go anywhere. He used to sit in his hotel room and smoke a cigar and watch TV all day because if he went out, he was mobbed. And that was all freaking day. Never stopped. <coughs> and so women's flag football will become a varsity sport for NAI schools by next year, which I think is kind of cool. I think it should be tackle football. Let them play. Some of the women like playing tackle. So NAIA secured a two-year partnership with the NFL and its NFL flag arm and reigning champs experience. They'll develop league infrastructure and operations for the first women's flag football competition governed by a collegiate athletic association. Hey, listen, I'm all, all for Troy Vincent, who is VP of football operations, executive VP for football operations for the NFL, said this is this this groundbreaking and historic joint venture provides an opportunity for the values, fun, and competitive environment of football to be enjoyed as a varsity sport by female student athletes attending NAI institutions across America. I think it should go to other should go to other uh, NCA. Held next spring, will host an emerging sport or invitational championship in the spring of 2022. There's at least 15 participating institutions, while an invitational is at least 25. A sport must have a minimum of 40 participating schools to be considered for full championship status. I guess we'll see how that works out. But I think it's kind of cool. So if it goes to NAIA, has success, why not go to the NCAAs? I mean, they, the Big Ten, what freaking they could put on the, they have the Big Ten Network, Pac-12. The ACC network, they have tons of freaking time to fill. They, they have shit on all day. They're, they're showing replays of games. Why not put that on? Be something on. And, you know, hey, listen, they have lacrosse, women's lacrosse, women's basketball, women's field hockey, women's hockey. I'm all for I'm women's flag football. Let it happen. And I'll tell you, sometimes I remember a flag is a little rough. For the, I mean, they're tackling each other to grab that flag. So it gets a little rough. Now, this is what I want to talk about. A former Montreal Expos groundskeeper has said that that Pete Rose regularly use, regularly use cork bats while playing for the Expos in 84, according to a recent report from the Montreal, Montreal Gazette. Pete Rose would have his bats corked in the visitors' clubhouse at Olympic Stadium. Joe Jammer, the former groundskeeper, told Danny Gallagher of the Montreal Gazette, I found out he was corking bats. They're not allowed. He, this is, he uses or attempts, or attempts to use a bat that, in the umpire's judgment, has been altered or tampered with in such a way to improve the distance factor caused an unusual reaction on the baseball. That c- c- includes bats that are filled, flat surface, nailed, ho- uh, hollowed, grooved, or covered with a substance such as paraffin wax, etc. You know, one of the perceived advantages of using cork bat is it changes, it's a change in the bat's weight. Cork bat will cause the bat to be lighter and in turn helps batters swing the bat with more, more quickly. 
He said, Pete was too smart to deal with Expo's, Expo's equipment manager, John Silverman, to cork bats in the Expo's clubhouse. So Brian Greenberg, who worked in the visitor clubhouse, Vedic Jammer, told the Gazette, he took me into a room, a door to the left, and underneath tarps, there was this machine. The guy, Greenberg, was saying Rose had been corking his bat for 20 years. The guy said that nobody checks him because he's a single sitter. The Montreal Gazette reached out to Greenberg, but he would not discuss any role he might have played in corking Rose's bats. I really can't answer those questions. I can't really talk about it, Greenberg said. So Rose with 42,500, 5,600 hits, career hits, Major League Baseball record, played 95 games for the Expos in 84 before he was traded to the Reds in August. He collected 72 hits while at batting 259 for Montreal. He retired in 86 after a 24-year career. He's still the all-time hits leader with 4,256 4, hits. He was banned in 98 for betting on games as a player-manager. Tried Rob Manfred, he rejected his uh, reinstatement application back in 2015. And recently, in January, he also uh, tried to get a uh, petition to get reinstated. But how about this? Is this, this? You're talking about freaking, why is all this shit coming out now? Why now? Why does it come out? So th- he played on the freaking Expos back in 84. You're talking freaking 36 years ago? How does this even, any substance to this? I mean, you know what, listen. Would have put Rose past it, but it's interesting that he said he was a single sitter. They wouldn't check this shit. But if why would he need it? Well, you know what? It's interesting. What if he did it back then at the end of his career because he knew he couldn't swing the bat as fast, and maybe he was trying to get an advantage. That could be, but I don't know. But I thought that was quite interesting. Could he? Maybe. Wonder if what Hal thinks on that front. Could he? Interesting. Just crazy. You read this shit. You're like, oh my god. And then they're gonna have Thursday at eight. They're gonna have a three fucking hour. Schedule release, 20. Three hours. Division by division, every goddamn thing. And I grew Peter King where he said the calendar turned to May. You know, he didn't think this was a good idea because, you know, you know, there's a good chance the schedule is going to need to be adjusted before September. I don't know why it needs to be out now. Why not? Why put tickets on sale to September games when no one knows the fans will be allowed to ten, attend to them? Now, this is another thing I was talking to Mumbles about. He said no beer at the games. You know, they said less trips to the toilet. Someone advised no player, no people over the age of 70. You have gov- government, uh, Governor Gavin, Gavin Newsom in California, who, you know, he's got three teams there. He's got the Chargers, he's got the Rams, he's got the Niners. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to play, but yeah, I agree Peter King. There's no need, and no need for it to be three fucking hours, but they know they can take advantage of this. And, you know, and I thought Malik, Malik Hooker for the Colts, no fifth-year option on him either. Started 34 33 games. He's played over the last three years. He would make $6.7 million in 2021. I didn't think he had that bad a year. I thought Malik Hooker, I wanted to see his stats from last year, but I think he was, he's was he been hurt a lot lately. So I looked it up and I was like, what the fuck? Why would they? I love when my phone works. It's slow as shit. Yeah. Couldn't get out of bed this morning. I was like, I'm like, I'm dragging ass. Yeah, so Malik Hooker, what did he do last year? Last year... Yeah, I don't know. Wait, Hofer. Okay, so last year, no, he only played in seven games. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He played in 13 games, two interceptions. One fumble recovery. 51 tackles. I, I don't I don't understand why that, what, must be something I don't see here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he's played 27 games over the last two years. He's missed... Five games for injuries. 
I don't know. Maybe they think he's slipping. I, I, I didn't. I was kind of curious why that happened. Yeah, I am. That's for sure. So, listen to this. After the Bengals selected Joe Burrow, 15 quarterbacks now have been selected number one in the NFL draft dating back to 2000. Miles Garrett, who's up for an extension, he might get uh, $25 million this year. He got, was taken in 2017. Javion Clowney was taken in 2014. Mario Williams was taken in 2006. And Courtney Brown was taken in 2000 by the Browns. Are the only defensive players. And then you had Eric Fisher taken number one by the Chiefs offensive lineman and Jake Long for the Dolphins. So it's kind of crazy that 15 quarterbacks have got number one. And I saw the Shula and Marino, 116 regular season get wins together, including six playoff contests, but could have won the big one. But they had, a, they had a nice run together. Listen, and, and the spike play that he did against the Jets when he threw the ball to Mark Ingram was a play that they brought over from Bernie Kosar that he had, but he had to do it to the, the coach. What He said Shula was the one who let it happen, but it was a play that, you know, they had worked on. I remember that play. Oh, my kids, I was like, fuck. Looked like he dropped the ball. My dad just called. I got to call him back. I feel bad. I didn't want to hang up, but I'm in the middle of the show, and I'm like, I got, I got a rhythm going, and I can't. I can't let it go. I gotta, I gotta keep on trucking. Yeah, I'm gonna call my dad back. And then yesterday was Albert, Albert Pujols joined the 3,000 hit club two years ago. Good for Albert Pujols, who signed a huge contract with the Angels and really never was the same player. So you know, but that's just me. Ah, memories. Yeah, UFC postpones Perth event. Saying UFC 251 material for June 7th has been postponed due to government restrictions. They're going to be canceling a lot of shit. And Tyson's trainer, former trainer, said he has the same power as guys 21, 22 years old after viral clip surface, which he was hitting the shit out of it. No, Mike Tyson should not be back in the ring. He should keep making Mike's, Mike Tyson mysteries and uh, be in a couple hangover movies. But no, stay away from boxing. Mike, you had your day. Do some sparring. A little different. And Brooklyn and Houston are in the mix for Tom Thibodeau. So we'll see if that works out. And this is all like, yeah, we'll see if that works out in the future. And players in uh, the NBA backing a Mayo Clinic study in part to help promote efforts toward the vaccine of COVID-19. So they're going to have to, they're not going to play until then. And Dalton said he went to the Cowboys. He said, this team is ready to win. So if Dak Prescott, Prescott doesn't sign that contract, I guess we'll see how it works. And I saw that the English Premier League has talked about halves of less than 45 minutes because the players aren't in as good, good shape. And I saw... The uh, Manchester United has all the players coming back to England, but they haven't had a. They're not to practice, but they want all want them back in England. Forty-five less than forty-five minute halves. Why don't you just play a two-minute half? Why don't you just make it like a sudden death? First team to score wins. And Marshall Lentz isn't discussing a new contract with the Seahawks. I guess he's not happy with uh, his work on the, on Westworld. I guess we'll see what happens. Did someone put down. Yeah, I could. Don't be surprised if he leads the league in rushing yards and touchdowns. Yeah. No, I don't think so. And a five-year-old in Utah took his parents' car for a drive. He'd been driving for a while because his mom said she wouldn't uh, buy him a Lamborghini. Five-year-old was caught by some cops. He had three bucks in his pocket, so he was getting too far. But a five-year-old was driving freaking the Moz car because he wanted a Lamborghini. And I find it interesting. Aaron Donald has a post-up on congrats on getting your degree from Pitt, but it says athlete-student. Shouldn't it be student-athlete? But it really is an athlete first, a student second. Let's cut the bullshit. They're there. They're, the scholarship is being paid for by the athletic abilities. And you can say whatever the fuck you want. They're, they're athletes for student seconds. Let's just be honest here. And Bleacher Report was doing a rivalry week between, between uh, 
Michigan and the dump. Yeah, I was going to send it to Michigan, but... And JT Watt admits the Andre Hopkins trade catches your eye. It's above my pay grade. Yeah, it catches your eye because you're like, why the fuck would you trade a known commodity for a guy who has injury problems? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I let him go to Arizona for David Johnson, whose best days are past him. Logan Ryan's not going back to Tennessee. We're shocked about it. No. And Will Shipley, all-purpose back. He's the all-purpose running back. Pick Bama. I'm sorry, pick Clemson over Bama, which I'm not shocked about. Yeah, I love this NC Dinos mascot. He's got he's got uh, Mark McGuire arms. He's huge. And Quincy Nunwa and Josh Bellamy out for the out for the freaking Jets. Are we shocked? No, they're physically they're not going to play. I don't think I don't think Quincy Nunwa with that neck is ever going to play again. And I wasn't counting on him anyway. And Josh Bellamy, I'm not crying. Any, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that one. And Dana White confirms Tyron Woodley wants to fight against Gilbert Burns at May 20, on May 23rd event if it happens. Yeah, let's keep just keep talking, keep talking. Miles Garrett. So you beat the, you punch a guy and it's okay and you're gonna get your 25 million. You get suspended a couple of games. He's a great player, but hopefully you'll get his shit together. That's all you can hope for. I mean, in the end, that's all we really can hope for. Now Pete Rose did he cork the bat? You gotta watch a Jordan last stand. And also there's a Netflix show which is freaking hilarious. Mindy K- Mindy Kaling is a freaking genius. I'll tell you, never have I ever. And I don't want to give away, but the narrator of the show is someone you're not going to expect at all. It's about an Indian girl growing up, uh, 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 Indian girl in a high school in Sherman Oaks, California. I'm not going to give too much away. It's a comedy. It's about 30 minutes. It's really freaking good. We watched five episodes last night. Really freaking good. All right? Let me get to today's trivia question. Dun, da, da, da. All right. Last show's trivia question. Portland Trailblazer to score 40-plus points in three straight games. First Trailblazer ever to score 40-plus points in three straight games in franchise history. Damian Lillard did it this season. 40-plus points in three straight games. Okay. Can you tell me what San Diego State basketball team had the best start in the 99 years of their program history? What... San Diego State basketball team had the best start ever in their program history. I'll give you a hint. It's quite recent. <laughs> and if you give me the, what, what the record they started, best start ever, I'll give you, I'll get you a uh, Charleston shoot, your choice of flavor. All right, everybody have a great day. Get out there, do some stuff. I don't know. I, I'm tired. Hey, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Peace out. Talk to you soon.